Broadcasting from the Third Coast and recorded live at Tripod South Studios, this is The Hango Show. I need to get inside your head. I got to know if you insane. Now that they make the recharge, vape it until that thing burns your throat. <laughs> you don't want to do that. Don't want to do that. But you'll know real quick. Yeah, well, I got to the end. <laughs> yeah. it's not Start something. blowing blue smoke. <laughs> Black billowing out of your head. No, one more in there, I think. Yep. Hey, everybody, welcome to the Hango Show. This is your host, Hango Wooden. Tonight, I'm in here with with the boys. Got Jut and Harpoon hanging around. How y'all doing this week? Pretty good. I've already hit record, so that's taken care of. Bingo. Yeah. If you ever see this green when we start, just let me know so I can Got it. pop it. Jut, I'm going to put that on you. Just You're on record watch for now. <laughs> I'm having T-shirts printed that just say "Hit Record," <laughs> so we can. All- <laughs> it's a hangover show awesome. special. We all sit there staring at each other. Oh yeah, don't forget that. Speaking of man, T-shirts, we need to get on that. We need to get the yeah the next, pictures made. So. Next time we uh, record, bring over whatever you want to wear in the picture. Okay, we'll get it going. I've been talking to Addison about it. We've got a few ideas floating around, so the shop should be up sooner rather than later. Hopefully, he's been shopping. Um, different print-on-demand stores, like just getting samples from them to see what the T-shirts are like. So I told him, I said, we're going to do this. I don't want some cheap-made T-shirt. I want a nice, like, pre, pre-shrunk pre organic cotton, a nice soft T-shirt. I don't want some Hanes 50-50 blend bullshit, mm-hmm. you know. Somebody's going to spend money on a shirt because they like the show. Yeah, I want them to be willing to wear it because it's one of their favorite shirts. It feels nice or whatever. Yeah. Plus, I mean, you guys, man, are really into the, the, the shirt scene, too, man. Every time I see you guys, y'all always got some cool shirts on. Yeah, when I they mean, fit. <laughs> when they fit, yeah. But, I mean, y'all are, I mean, but y'all like them because they're good quality, though, yeah. right? Yeah. Those, those retro raffle shirts I wear during the summer, you know, I never cared for the light shirt or whatever, but those are so damn comfortable. It's like not even wearing a shirt. They're super, super light. And during the summer, especially, let a lot of cool air through 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 the shirt, you know. And uh, those Dixon flannels, great shirts. But man, if it's not cold outside and you got one on, you're gonna burn up. Yeah. <laughs> I thought because they are so light and soft, I figured they'd have a little bit more ventilation to them. Mm-hmm. I wore one like I wore one on a day like today before. I'm rolling them sleeves up, unbutton a couple more buttons. Those things are built for business. Well, then. they're flannels. I mean, they. Yeah. They keep you warm, for sure. Uh, Jig, how was your, your week this past week? Past week was all right. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday were all above average. Awesome. So that was, that was good to see. We've had some slow weeks this, to the beginning of the year. New business coming through? Um, some. Not, uh, you know, most of ours are return now, return customers, which is great. You know, it's always good to see them come back, but. Um, you know, having new ones come in <laughs> helps because <laughs> you can turn them into long-time customers. But, yeah, I've got probably a, I'd say, return versus new 70-30. That's not bad, yeah. though. Yeah. It's better than 95-5. True. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure you've built, like, a huge client. You've been there for, what, six and a half years now? Oh, cl- uh, it's close. Just, 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 just under o- six and a half. October? Is that when y'all opened? October 2015. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, y'all getting close. So, coming up on it pretty quick. 
um that's pretty amazing man and congratulations too man i mean i've i mean i've told you since day one man i'm proud of you for for doing it and just to show the the sheer um dedication it takes gumption you know and i mean along with everything else man but i'm yeah i mean it's just it's just it shows I don't know, man. I mean, it's it's just such a, you know, we've all entrepreneurs, we've all gone through the, the everything it takes to, to run it, you know, and, and not many people have that. But a lot of people have the, hey, man, I want to own my own business. I want to do that. I want to do that. But when it comes down to it, so to, to like you said, you've had some uh, some hard months. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, man, will be like, it's over. I got to get out. You know, and, and or close it down, or my uncle Ed's got a spot over there at his thing that I could go do part time. You know, right. and then they just wait, you know, work their way out. Yeah. But you know, just to stick in and and dig through the hard times, man, that's that's great. I mean, I, I probably just jumped in when and we're going no, sideways you're, you're fine. or whatever. Oh, but but uh, yeah, I mean, I can remember back when, um, like I had hit like my two year mark. You know, um, I remember my my five and ten and. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, it's milestones like that, uh, are, are incredibly encouraging to me just because it, it shows that I'm doing something right. Yeah. You know, um, and, and pl- it helps, you know, knowing that you're doing something yeah. that, you know, not only that I really like, but is, it gives me an opportunity to educate more people about what it does and help them on their path just like I started, you right. know, to to get them on that, you know, that, that train out of smoke station. But yeah, it's a it's been really uh it's been a really fun process just learning all the nuances of business and that kind of cuz I'm fr- you know, I didn't know anything about it going in. I knew I knew the product worked for me and I could probably tell, you know, I helped other people get started even without the business. Mm-hmm. So I knew it was something and it was something we needed here anyway. Absolutely. Uh, we had, there was, we, there was definitely a market for it. Yeah. And it's, pr- and it's proven itself. Yeah. Yeah. There was a problem here and you fixed it. Yeah. We're also coming up on another big milestone for the shop too. I won't get into that on air, but okay. I'll let you know afterwards. Heck yeah. Yeah. Well, man, you Sorry, never... listeners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe to Hango Show Plus to get the get the insights. Yeah, yeah. nine ninety nine. Join our Patreon. No, no, it's what you what you, you made a great point though. Everybody says, "Oh man, I would love to own my own business." No, what what their idea of owning their own business is is opening the business and getting a bunch of employees to make the money for them. But as all three of us know, when you when you unless you go in there with daddy's money or a huge stake of capital where you can pay yourself a salary. It's you doing the grunt work. How many times have you, how many times have you cleaned a toilet at your restaurant? Never really, <laughs> <laughs> but, but I've made a lot less money than everybody else that's worked there oh, a sure. lot of times. There's so much, you don't cut yourself. A check. And, and honestly, I have cleaned the toilets, man. I'm just saying, no, uh, well, I worked there. I used to clean your personal toilet. You, did, you sure did, man. You absolutely did. At least twice a week. I cleaned yeah. that toilet. The Virgin Mary could have took a shit on that toilet. She'd been proud. Um, <laughs> but you, you never feel like you're going to work. If it's something you know, that you love. If, you, if it's something you like to do and it's your own business, and it's, it's, it's almost an excitement, even on the days that you don't want to be there. You'd rather be doing something else. You know, it's almost like, gosh, damn it, this is mine. 
you know, I'm here. It's like buying your house for the first time, you know, and it's that, that honeymoon phase that just doesn't wear off, you know, some, some days are a little more exciting than others, you know, and stuff like that, but you're always doing your own thing. You don't have somebody looking over your shoulder going, Hey man, that report ain't right. Or it's not, you got to do it a different way. Or, you know, your, your shave wasn't close enough today. You know, you're not representing the company in a fortune 500 manner. That's on mine. I don't yep. even know, man. Y'all got me walking in circles. <laughs> the, the, hey, uh, it's, it's very, people who go to open a business, uh, it's, it's a 24-hour-a-day job, seven days a week, 365. I mean, it, there's you, if you don't go to work, you don't get paid. There's no sick pay. There's no PTO to take. You know, if, if you take PTO, you're losing money. You, you know, lose an opportunity. For sure. Yeah. You know, you may not lose any business. You may not have any business, but you definitely lose an opportunity to have business. Um, I don't know, man. I think a lot of the people that, like you said before, um, won't like the idea of owning their own business or, or whatever. And I think that a lot of people that have that ideal um, have, have seen success stories, you know, at randomly throughout, whether it be on TV or the movies or they know somebody or their aunt's husband owned a factory or some, whatever. And, uh, and they've seen the success and they see the, the benefits of those successes of those people. And they go, I want that. I want that, that benefit. And they think that the way they got it is, is just by opening a business by like what you said, grabbing a bunch of employees and, and blah, 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 and running off with it. And, but it's, that's, that's not it. I mean, you have to, um, like jig man you know solve the problem here you know i mean you're always going to sell people what they want to buy and you may sometimes sell something man that you want to sell them yeah they wanted to buy that they just didn't know it your education helped all that and that's the reason man people are keep coming back you know you fixed a problem that was here Mm -hmm. you know while your business was here um I think, man, that's just plus the the like whenever a lot of times real life gets started with people and with us, we didn't have three kids to run to soccer practice and right. and down the road to go do this, that and the other, you know, constantly moving with other people. You know, we were we're all entrepreneurs, man, that can basically focus on our job and and you just see how much time it takes that how much time in order to dedicate that much time to your business, how much of the other life you would miss, Yeah, you know, or have to juggle between them and do, and it causes friction. Yeah. It's, it's hard inside and outside. If when you own that business, you know, and I think that's the reason why a lot of people, man, cut, cut ties quick. But if it works, if you, if you can, if you can squeeze those nickels for the first three or four years, get your legs under you, mm-hmm. you're going to come out a lot better. A lot of people want to jump into a business with all the best equipment, with all the best everything. Right out know, of the gate. Right out of the gate. And, and they say, yeah, but I can it, I can write it off as a loss at the end of the year. Are you going to be here in a year? Right. Are you going to have a business yeah. to, to write a loss off on? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if you find yourself thinking, uh, I'm going to have to, you know, early on, if uh, – Oh, that's not a problem. I can write it off as a loss. If you're looking forward to a loss, you've already failed. Yeah, you, you know you're not you're not planning correctly. 
<laughs> Some people hear that hear that phrase, you know, just write it off or whatever. And good luck. And you know, <laughs> and then they think, you know, well, it's just you're going to be making so much money that you need to write something off. You know, sometimes in your first year or two, man, you're not, you know, you're doing good just to keep the lights on. Exactly. You know, yeah. and, and certain things, and you know, before you start, you know, stacking it. Uh, that write-off, you know, so that that new piece of equipment that they could that would have worked just as well with a used piece of equipment at half the cost, uh, or a quarter of the cost sometimes. Or, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Um, I mean, the, you don't need that that extra debt. No. Why? Why? I mean, it's just not doing your proper homework. Man. You're kicking I, yourself in the nuts right off the bat. Yeah, I I do a lot of homework. You know, I, my my thought process on on anything big is I'll I'll look at it and analyze it and, and think best case, worst case, you know, what's the high end, what's the low end, what's what's give me some realistic parameters on on the probability of it actually happening or not happening or is this a good product or not. Do I think it'll sell all the all the different things, man, that run through my head, you know, and I do that, man, on almost everything that's important in my life. You know, just that process of, of moving things around. I think that, you know, people that that um that cut ties quick reel me in here i got you, you i know, got you right um, here see I, i'm glad you did crooking my arm baby uh, just let me run with it <laughs> anyway man what i'm saying is man it takes a lot of dedication i'm very proud of you man i'll circle back around is what you started to, what i started telling you man i'm very proud of you coming up on your six and a half years thank you the 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 you're talking about the, the entrepreneurial spirit you know, I never had any kind of aspirations to own a business until I got into high school and I got in an organization called Future Business Leaders of America, FBLA. FBLA. Yeah. And I was really active in that. And I'm like, you know, I could, I've made a lot of contacts here. I've learned a lot of stuff while I was in this organization. And uh, I found a trade that I could start my own business in. And pretty much everything in my shop was secondhand except for my main tools. All, everything else, you know, I bought from the, the prior uh, renter of that place, uh, he, he had passed away, and his wife said, "Hey, you know, I'll sell you this stuff for like everything in there was fifteen hundred dollars." Wow! Yeah, you know that was my whole setup. You know, and, and the tools I, I was bringing into the business, I'd use them in college, so I, they were already paid for. Bingo! So I, I moved, I moved into that business and started, you know, in for less than two grand. But it was it was just it was just just a happenstance, and that's something that if you're going to start a business, don't worry about going to <clears throat> Sam's Club or Costco or if you, if you're in a trade, going to like the specific trade stuff. Shop around. You have much many more options now as far as getting equipment secondhand at a pretty good price than I did, because I was starting my business before Craigslist was really a thing, way before Facebook Marketplace, way before any. There weren't even apps on phones in the end my business, you know. Right. Uh, way before you could go through, uh, was it Let Go? I think it's one of those secondhand apps you can get to to buy stuff. Um, I, I just happened to stumble upon a chance where I could get that equipment for cheap. Um, now you've got no excuse to go drop thousands of dollars at a supply store or at Sam's or whatever when you can get a lot of stuff. If you're opening a restaurant, you can get, I'm sure there's ovens, all over the place on those those industrial ovens, fryers. What you get all that stuff secondhand, and you're going to give yourself a fighting chance, especially like in a restaurant business where it's eighty percent failure in the first year. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's it's, it's you know, and 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 when you see, um, there's so many uh, great cooks in our area of the country. You know that uh, there's there's a lot of people go, man, man. You know, my aunt so and so, man, should open a restaurant because man, she makes the best meatloaf and whatever, and then. You know, that kind of gets them started. They think, well, man, you know, hell, all I do need is an oven and a this, that, you know, and a refrigerator and whatever, and I could be in business. You know, what? the bottom line, I think, man, that I would like to, for anybody to know that wanted to start a business, regardless of, you know, what that business was. It could be an online business. It could be any anything, okay, is that you're, you want to get into it as as cheap as possible, like you're saying, so you can maximize the amount of money you make versus the time you give it. Right. And the return on the investment. Yeah. You want to be, you want to have a really high return on a really small investment, what you're yeah. shooting for. You know, and when you do your homework, when you look into things and really kind of look around, like you were saying, you have so many more options now. You know, do your homework, man. Take it serious. If you're going to put money and time and effort into doing something, then don't half-ass it. Do it right. But be yeah. sure, if you're going to jump into a business like whatever it is, whether it be a restaurant or a grocery store, whatever you're going to open, be sure it's something that you're passionate about. Because if you're just doing it for the buck, you're not going to make it. And some people don't have the entrepreneurial spirit. Like Mark Cuban started off like selling umbrellas door-to-door when he was eight years old to make money. That guy was born to be a business leader. You know, he went he from- worked out okay. Yeah, he came out okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's doing all right. Owns a basketball team yeah. and yeah. half of everything else in this country. <laughs> um, but some, if you don't have that spirit to say, you know, I'm de- so disciplined to get up out of bed every day, rain, shine, tidal wave, flu, cold, whatever. If you don't have that discipline to get up and go to work and not call in, because if you call in, ain't nobody going to be there to back you up. You own, you own. If you don't have that, don't even think about starting a business. Okay, it's going to end in a lot of broken hearts and a shit ton of debt. Yep. Straight up. Uh, this is a great tangent we do there. It's covered a good 15 minutes. So we're doing all right tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Harpoon, how was, uh, how, how was your last week? I got, you, you said today in the chat that you had some stories. And oh. so I want to know the stories <laughs> that Miss Alabama is already started denying for even been told. <laughs> so let's tell you something about these stories. <laughs> Take it away. Yeah, she was already, she was already like, uh, uh-uh, I ain't saying nothing. <laughs> I didn't even say anything about her, man. And she's already fessing up. Uh, well, I'll, I'll, let me let me start off with this, man. At, at work, I've got a new employee. Okay, great. Um, the guy. There you go. I'm telling you. Um, What's his name? Uh, his name's Matt. You learned it already. I, it, You're that impressed. This is all right. So Holy here's the bit. It's, it's almost. It's almost. You know. It's. It's. Uh, I guess it's his third weekend here he's 30 um he's got a, a construction job that he like he runs a crew or whatever um during during it like his full-time job and um he's having a baby so he's just looking to just make some extra money right. on time after he gets off of his work you know if it's two or three hours here or there or if it's you know all day on saturday if they don't work or if it's a rain out day or whatever man i mean he's he's interested in coming to work and he's he's not in that uh 16 to 23 year old range right. man he's he's more of a mature man he's got a baby coming he's got a baby coming he's actually you know he's you know he's he got a wants purpose. to work yep. yeah he wants to work and and he's shown um 
interest in learning what, how we do things and, and what's going on and stuff like that and how to, you know, hey, man, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to fuck it up. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll do better. And I'm like, okay, man, slow down just a second, man. I mean, first of all, you know, you've only been here two or three times, man. I mean, it's all right, man, if you – you know, that's cool. You're good. You take your time, man. I want you to, you know, I don't, I don't care how fast you can cut that pizza. I just want it cut right. Yep. So anyway, uh, yeah, so far he's, uh, he's been, a um, uh, a, a nice, a nice and encouraging bright spot, you know, on the, on the a work. Good addition. Front. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's, that's, Ooh. you know, yeah, it's, it's really been, um, nice to to think that that you've got some more backup that's right. kind of the way i'm thinking about new employees man is backup because you know golly man for the, uh, the last two or three months you know we've been working on a like a three-man or maybe a four-man you know if whatever but shit most of the time it's two we've had several weekends where it's two man you and nick hanging out or me and mike you and mike yeah i'm telling you man it's that that's i mean it's a sprint all day yeah so, but, so it's real exci- I'm really excited, man, about having, having Matt on board, which I think, you now he's a guy that, uh, I've seen at the gym a few times with his, um, wife, uh, um, over the last year or two, <clears throat> they're super nice people there. They actually did some work at my house. His family, his, is the construction company that he works, uh, with this, um, they actually cut the, the, uh, staircase into my into my house okay so um i had met him i don't know several years ago as a as a younger man you know he was working for his dad his dad's company whatever so anyway man it's it's nice to um you know have that have him come in another local guy so you know potential even if he's just cutting pizzas and washing dishes man that's that's two things you got to worry about that night that's exactly right yeah so um you know, and Miss Alabama over the last couple of weeks, man, uh, she's been up. <clears throat> she helped out in the kitchen a little bit. Um, nice enough to bring lunch up there, you know. And um, so it was it was fun having her up. Um, she came up on uh, Friday, spent Friday and Saturday. <clears throat> um, went back yesterday. I had made some, some jello shots. <clears throat> Excuse me. As you're apt to do. Yes, from time to time. Yeah. I, you know, I just want to make sure, like, you know, man, I, I really, she and I have such a good time, and I, I told her this weekend that um, one of my, one of my really anchoring favorite um, pieces of our little, you know, togetherness is our belly laughs. Like we actually have some tickled. some fun, yeah. you know, you get tickled and just talk, you know, and somebody said something goofy and then, you know, you next thing you know, you're bumping into each other laughing, you know, it's just that type of, that anchors me to somebody. When you have that experience with somebody, man, you know, it just, you know, just, it just seals that friendship <clears throat> tighter. And I like that. That's what I'm, that's one thing I've always wanted is a, is a serious friendship with somebody I'm in a relationship with. So Friday night, man, we were laughing. <clears throat> pardon me so she had brought this card game and it's like a relationship card game kind of like your deck of cards you know with general questions on them these are more you know relationship style you know questions and stuff so um friday night we had um 
she had made she had made her a drink or whatever and i of course man came home instantly you know it was writ, ready the, the, the eight by ten refrigerator box jello <laughs> shots i brought a lot man i brought i, I brought i thought to myself i was like okay because i made like 260 and uh jesus <laughs> well I made in, the, in the show description there's gonna be 260 jello shots i guarantee you <laughs> Well, I make them, I, you know, I make them by the dozen. Yeah, we know for, um, you know, I mean, because I because I think to myself, you know, man, I'm only going to make them every so often, you know, but I would I would like to have plenty to take around if anybody would be interested, man, in having some, man, because they're a treat. They're you fun. Like the Johnny Appleseed of of Jello shots. Yeah, <laughs> spreading them around. They're fun, man. I mean, you know, everybody can can bond and have a fun, quick moment together, and it's just something, you know, sometimes. You'll see people run their finger around, you know, the outside of the jello shot. And some of them you see squeeze the jello, the little plastic thing to kind of squeeze it off in their mouth. And, and, you know, they, and everybody, some of them girls just suck it right out of there. Don't suck, they? Yep, <laughs> some of them just get it. And that's the ones you marry. And, uh, <laughs> so it, to me, it's always interesting to watch everybody's technique, you know, um, I just take my tongue and just, and just, that's what I do. See? Yeah. yeah. So anyway, man, we had, so we had, she had mixed drinks. I had, uh, brought jello shots in. I had some beers anyway, man. So I, we, we, we were hanging out and as soon as I get there, I'm like, okay, I want to catch up, you know? So I break out, you know, and I set us several jello shots down, you know, and, and we hammer them back and then I get a beer and we're talking or whatever. Um, you know, eat a bite, take a shower or whatever, man, and then come back. And as we're sitting here, you know, the rest of the night, uh, about to play this card game, you know, this, you know, it's got different sections of it, whatever. I told her, I was like, okay, here's the deal. <clears throat> you know, of course, we can always opt to pass on a, on a on a question, you know, if we just feel like it either doesn't pertain to us or uh, it, it just might not be an opportune time to talk about a subject like that. So, um it, we said, okay, before each question, we're either going to do a jello shot or we're oh, going no. to take a, take a, you know, drink a beer or we're going to hit it, you know, we're going to do something. Okay. Uh, but y'all are discussing this for a, a little bit of time before it was in between, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. When I, yeah, we started talking about it when I first got home, this is like an hour. Wait, so it wasn't like, are you okay with cats? Yep. Gulp. Would you ever own a dog? Yep. Gulp. Gulp. It wasn't like, you wouldn't like rapid firing them all. Oh, 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 you're talking about, oh. And when you ask a question, you would discuss it for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There'd be a discussion. Okay. Yeah, there'd be, they're open-ended questions, you know, more <laughs> you see that, there's this jello shot each hand to slam it on back after every <laughs> yeah. rapid fire. Bah, 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 bah. Yeah. It was a lot of fun, man. That's what I'm, what I'm getting at. We started talking. There was some, there was some, uh, some goofy questions. We started laughing a lot and everything and, uh. And just wind up having a uh, a very cool night, um, Friday night, Saturday night. <laughs> He's grinning. We're, Saturday night, man. We <clears throat> I didn't have to work on Sunday, you know, um, and you know, and, and so we kind of had our. Um, we I don't know, man. We had our our. our <laughs> we had Friday night and Saturday night. <laughs> Saturday night, man. We were gonna. <laughs> You know, just kicking up a notch, man, and just you know. So I brought more Jello shots home, like a significant amount more, and then and so we uh, had already we had already talked about, you know, we, we may pull out the cards since they were so much fun. Yeah, sure, man. So we didn't have the TV on or anything. We just had music going Saturday night, 
so Saturday night, man, we're banging jello shots back and and drinking and and man as the night goes on man we got the music kicking up you know and everything and careless whisper on loop and it's nice <laughs> <laughs> careless whisper <laughs> that opening sax is a motherfucker ain't it <laughs> i don't know man it's uh so it's getting late and um i, I we've uh we've just um Man, there's so much of this night, man. I just don't know where to go. I'll, I'll just go straight to the point where um, I was helping her up off the floor. Oh, no. How did you get there to begin with? <laughs> we got to take one step back. Oh, okay. So, How did she wind up on the floor? So uh, I, I, she fell off the couch. How did she fall off the couch? Was it because of the booze? Yeah, man. So, I mean, we're... we're, we're I want to make like, sure. <laughs> all right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So, all right. So, we're having lots of jello shots. We're doing... We're, 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 we're dancing. We're having a great time, you know? And, uh, you know, and, and so, man, it's, it's, it's a, it's a romantic night as well. You know, man, it's, it's one the, yeah, we got it. Yeah. I'm just saying, man, I mean, it's not, this is, this is like Friday night, man, you know, stacked again that, you know, and we're just, I don't know. I think it was the damn jello shots. We ate a ass low. So no, for sure. man. <laughs> How many dough trays did you finish? Yeah, it's four of them. Four, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she goes uh like um the night sunday morning we were waking up late <clears throat> i know I'm, I'm coming back okay i'm like <laughs> so, we have to reverse engineer this question <laughs> i don't know exactly oh, how she how she wound up on the floor it was just one of those um dancing fell no off. it wasn't like a we were we were on the couch and we were hanging out or whatever but yeah, we know. She was trying to get up, and I think man just misstepped or whatever. And did she get a sex injury? That you're trying to tell no, me? I yes. Don't think so, did she man. sprain her ankle, her wrist? Well, she's got a black eye. Oh, God. Said, no, no, I'm kidding. She doesn't. She doesn't. She doesn't. Uh, <laughs> so I'm taking her down the hall. I'm like going, let's let's go lay down, you know. And she's like, she's like, no, no. Like, okay, so we sit there on the couch for a little bit, man, and I let her kind of get her bearings back. And I know for sure, you know, that I need to take her onto the bedroom just because she's fading. Yeah. It's, it's late, and we have been getting it. So I'm walking down the hall with her, man, and we're wibble wobbling, you know, testing the boundaries of the wall, making sure that, you know, we're. So we're Structural almost there. Integrity of the wall. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so as I'm opening the bedroom door, uh, I was telling her, I was like, okay, man, I'm going to go back in there. And before I could finish my sentence, she's like, well, why are you going back in there? Why, why are you going to put me to bed and you're going back in there? She thought that I was, I was going to go get, away with her? Get, go get the party started, you know, without <laughs> her or whatever. And I'm like, no, nah, man, I mean, I got to go blow the candle out. I got to get, you know, cut some things off. We got a cat running around. <laughs> I got situated. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm coming back. I'm just, I'm getting you sit. Yeah. And then I'm going to go come back in there and then we'll cut everything. I'll come back in here. So she's like, oh, okay. So when I lay her down, I mean, I can, she's, she's on her way out. She's, yeah. she's, she's, you know, and I'm go back to the front of the house. I get everything, uh, tight. I come back in there and she's got the damn music jacked up. Man. <laughs> the party was just starting. Just starting. 
I wondered what that was. <laughs> just starting. And I'm like, John, here's it for three blocks away. He's like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> yeah. Is that my neighbors? Like, for once, it's not. Holy shit. It's like two in the morning, man. And I was just like, well, what happened, man? Like five minutes ago, not even five minutes ago, man, you were staring hard at the back of your eyelids. And, and she's like, what are you talking about, man? I mean, you know, she had to. I just see Harpoon walking out, walking out on the hallway. And then he goes out the hallway. He starts hearing gin and juice playing. He's like, <laughs> what the fuck's happening? It was some gin and juice playing, man. It was, <laughs> I don't know. It just wound up being a, a really late night. Um, and that was. Uh, <laughs> so, do i need to well no nah. is that why it was just late night well i mean it was just a, <laughs> it was just a <laughs> yeah we woke up sunday morning talking about it and i and i was asking her i was like man do you remember this she's like no oh. <laughs> i was like i didn't i you know when i came back into the bedroom man and it was it was already two o'clock and then you had the music jacked up ready to go pumping up the jams you know and and of course I was bringing a couple of Jello shots back, from, <laughs> from, 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 you know? and you're like you're like you're, she she was like you she were like, I told her I was like so you said to me, well where's my drink? I had I, oh no I had a, I had a drink man but I don't have it because she saw me with Jello shots yeah. and she just assumed I was taking the Jello shot. And I was like well I you're, I took your wine because she had already transferred over to wine. You know, it was the it, wine in boxes or bottles. No, it's in a bottle. It's nice. It's good stuff. Class you know. A. Yeah. Holy crap. So I had taken her glass, you know, and just put it in there in the kitchen. And she's, I was like, oh, do you want me to go get it? I mean, literally, I thought like three minutes ago she was, she was done. Faded. Yeah. She's like, well, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well, all right, then. <laughs> so I go, I go back and get the wine and. And no shit, man, for like the next two hours, man, she was wide open. And I'm just like, how the hell did that just happen? Take her damn batteries out, man. Shit. I told her, I was like, man, you know, after after like an hour and a half, you know, and I was I was wobbly, wobbly too, you know, and I'm like, man, that's. that's... She did, you should have just sunk in like a really good rear naked choke and put her out. <laughs> Time to go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought there was a couple of knockout punches in there, man. But I mean, I was, I was just like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh well my week was absolute fucking chaos from the get-go and then the rain at the end of my work week didn't help out when it rained three straight nights it was even worse every hospital had to stick up their ass uh i was told the last week i was off that last monday through wednesday i was off our center distributed over 60 platelets we usually have maybe eight on our shelves per day. And so we had we had centers out west sending us platelets overnight. Why why was what was what was going on? All these hospitals are doing all these elective surgeries now trying to make money they lost during COVID. And on top of that, people are getting shot every night, shooting each other up, you know, uh car wrecks, any kind of trauma. Most of those people use platelets too. So, I mean, it's just, they got, they have these surgeries planned for the morning. So we take them platelets to use in the morning. And then at night on my shift, all the traumas are coming in overnight from gunshot, stab wounds, car wrecks, everything else. And they're using all the platelets that they need for surgery in the morning. Within well, then they're calling me and going, we need more platelets. Well, we gave all y'all our platelets. To, we had them for surgery in the morning. Well, you're going to have to reschedule a surgery then. And so, um, all that going on. So every night it was a constant run for platelets. 
And then um, <laughs> Monday night, uh, I got to work, and the assistant manager was leaving when I got there. He's like, we got some irradiated platelets, which they use like for, for cancer patients and stuff, to this hospital. And uh, he said, do not take them that order, because it was ordered stock. Same hospital that asshole hung up on me at. And so he did. He does. He did that before. That's why. That's why he hung up on me that morning. Because he called. Wouldn't know where his platelets are at. I'm up there sitting right here next to me. What were they delivered? Well, you ordered them stock. They'll be delivered the next day. That's why he hung up on me. He said they ordered them stock again. Don't deliver them. No problem. And uh, so about five oh five that morning, hospital calls me. And it's this other girl that just started working there maybe a couple months ago, and she's really nice. I like her a lot. She works out third shift. She said, hey, um, we ordered these irradiated platelets for surgery this morning, and the patient just called the outpatient center and said he wanted to walk in at 7 and go right, right to the operating table. And when he does platelets for his surgery, I was like, well, you're going to call him and tell him not to get there early because they won't be there till we bring your stock order for the day. When's that going to be here? I said, could be nine, could be two. She's like, well, I don't know why he ordered them that way. So I don't either, but they're sitting here next to me and they won't be delivered to later on. Same dude ordered them. No, different guy. The asshole's on vacation this past week. Thank God I had to talk to him. Um, and then Tuesday night, I left my, my first run of the night and I had to go to um, from there. Well, I was going... Uh, Tink calls me, or I call her, around 9 o'clock every night. That's about the time I'm leaving my first stop. And we'll talk before she goes to sleep. You know, we'll talk on the way back to town or wherever else I'm going. And so she had called me, and I was in between highways going to that main highway to go to that hospital. And uh, so I got off one of them. There was a car up ahead of me, maybe two, three hundred feet. Pretty good bit ahead of me. When you get off that highway, when you take that right... A quarter mile past where you get on the highway, there's a red light, big intersection, four four way both ways. <clears throat> so I'm going along there. The car's up ahead of me. Of course, it's rain. It's been raining on and off and everything. And when that car is approaching the intersection, I see a car coming from the left intersecting road, and it's hauling ass. And it's going to coming up on a red light, and it didn't even touch its brakes. And T-boned that car in front of me. You saw that? Heck, what? Wide open. Whoa! <clears throat> the car hit the the front of the car in front of me, and I saw fucking metal go flying everywhere. The only thing I saw was the car in front of me that got hit that spun around in the intersection, and the guy that was in, so I pulled over. I told told Tink like I gotta go. I saw a bad wreck. So I hung up and called nine one one. Now I'm trying to remember what highway I was on because it's not one I take every night, you know. So I was trying to give them information. It's, it's, it's on this highway, and I'm not sure what intersection this is. I don't, I don't see a sign for the intersecting road. <clears throat> She's like, I know what you're talking about. We'll send the ambulance on. So I gave them my name and number. So if they have any questions, give me a call back, but I've got to get on the road. And as I drove by, apparently the car that hit the car in front of me went airborne when they hit because he was off like down in the gully 
the right side of the road. But the guys that got hit um, that were in front of me, they were out walking around before I left. Uh, but that car was down the, down the damn hill. But I've never seen a, like a, a violent wreck like that before. And I'm really shocked I hadn't. That's what Tink said when I called her back. She's like, I'm surprised you don't see more wrecks being on the road as much as you are. Mm-hmm. But that, that was probably, I've seen like fender benders or whatever. This was a, a car doing 70 hitting a car doing about 50 in the side. It was mind-blowing. Jeez. So I had that to deal with, and then had then Wednesday night was just a cluster from the get-go. Um, labs giving me a hard time, asking for stuff they know I don't have, and they happen to be the bad guy. Then they get mad at me for being the bad guy. They won't talk to my boss. I have to wake her up at 2 in the morning to talk to this lab about why they're not going to get the product they want. So, yeah, that was pretty much Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Just absolute chaos. One night I didn't get done driving till 5.15 because hospitals were ordering something. I'd get it there and go to my next stop. Then they'd call and say, well, I need this stat. So I'd turn around go all the way back to my center and get that and fill it, get it back to them, then try to get that next stop I was going to without another hospital calling me. Or i get back in the hospital, hadn't called and put in a stat or ASAP order. And then they're like, we ordered this six hours ago. Did you call anybody to let them know? No. Like, well, you're going to be waiting. Sorry. That's what my boss has told me. Um, <laughs> according to the contracts, apparently, with the hospitals, ASAP and stat order time doesn't start until the hospital contacts us, lets us know they put the order in. So she's told me, stop stressing about getting these orders there if they don't call you. And so I guess it was Wednesday morning I got back, and somebody had put in a stat order, or an ASAP order two hours before this, before I even got back. Hadn't even called me. I said, well, I'm going to let this one sit and see if they ever called me. Six o'clock came, they never had called. And I, I packed it up about 5.30. I, my ball, the morning guy came in, I was like, they never called about the order. He said, good job on letting it sit. This is the only way they're going to learn to call and put it in, check in on the order. So, other than that, it was a great week. It was just, it was just, everything was going, everything that could go wrong last week did. So did the other guy wind up taking it later in the day? Yeah. Whenever he took their daily order to him, it's one of our bigger hospitals. And I've begged and begged and begged him to call me. You know, they'll, or they'll put in an order and right when you're getting there, they'll put in another one when you deliver it. They're like, oh, I just put in another stat order. Well, why didn't you call me? And I could have turned around and went back and got it instead of making two whole trips. You know, and that, that place is 45 minutes each way, so a good hour and a half. If I'm, if I'm hauling ass, yeah. hour and a half round trip. So Plus yeah. just mentally knowing that you've got to leave there, go, and go back, right back, and then turn right around and come back. And hope somebody doesn't call me with a, with a higher order priority on the way back there. You know, I, I've, got a, I've got a on-call person every night. In case I'm, I'm off like at my first stop and somebody calls wanting a stat order, I can call them. Right. They come clock in, which most of most of them hate. But I don't know why. Because if they clock like the, you know, the hospital right next to my center, um, if they put in a stat order and I'm off somewhere and call somebody to come up there and run it, it takes them ten minutes to do that order to clock in, pack it up, get it up there, and get back. But they get paid for two hours at time and a half. The minimum, the minimum hours, least amount of hours you can have on a clock in is two hours on, on call. 
And when you clock in on call, you're automatically on time and a half. These people pitch a fit when you call them and not needing help. I'm like, I wouldn't call you if I didn't have to. I got, I got one person now. The other ones have, have quit or been fired. I got one person. Every time I call him, if I, when I have to call him in on call, because I'm off the middle of bumfuck wherever, <clears throat> he'll say, okay. Well, then he calls my boss to ask her if, if, if he has to get out. I'm like, I call you twice a year. If that. It's like a half a day's pay. No shit. Yeah. You know, if I if I worked those shifts, I'd want to be on call every night. If I have to come in, I'm going to be getting paid for it. Um, but yeah, it's just one of them things. Uh, now that we're 45 minutes in, doing good so far on time. <laughs> Judd, are you just enjoying the show over there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm really 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 looking forward to seeing those hit the record button. T-shirts. <laughs> all right. So you heard about all's going on with Facebook? What do you mean? You heard all the all, like what's going on with the business mm-hmm. or Meta is what it's known as now. Meta. Um, their stock has been just eating shit. <laughs> Have you seen that? Yeah, yeah. No like that. Zuckerberg lost like. Like thirty-two billion in a day, yeah, thirty-two billion. It was a lot, and now Android phones are going to start doing the same thing that the Apple phones started doing last year, where when you get on Facebook, Instagram, they can't track. You have the option. You have a chance to opt out of being tracked, so they can't give you ads for everything you look at online. And they said that's cost Facebook. Ten billion dollars this year, uh, last year alone, and lost ad revenue. And so now Android phones are going to have an update, I guess, and they're going to be able to do the same thing. So he's about to be shit shit out of luck for people who are savvy enough to know to block tracking. Yeah, you know. Um. So yeah, I, and then he he did a thing this week and said that all employees will now be called metamates. And people have been roasting his ass over that shit. Metamates. Metamates. You're not just an employee of Facebook. You're a metamate now. Oh, man. They got their own little... He's, he's trying to get hippie. <laughs> now, the, um, what am I on here? Oh, I saw a video this week of this guy. He's like a like an archer, hunter. And he went to Africa, like out in the bush, and brought a compound bow with him. And was talking to some of the tribesmen there who still hunt, like with a very rudimentary bow and arrow. And uh, they were like showing him how they shoot, and like they draw back. They don't hold their shot at all. They draw to extension and then let it go. And they're hitting stuff pretty far off, you know. He broke out that compound bow. Have you seen the video of it? <laughs> he broke out that compound bow, and they look like, "What the fuck is that thing?" You know. And so then he gets it out. And draws back and starts shooting these targets. I mean, these guys were hitting targets maybe 100 feet away. Yeah. You know, with their bows. They set up a target like 50 yards out. And this guy just bullseyes it with this compound bow. And these guys, the tribesmen out their jaw was on the ground like, what the fuck is this shit? You know? <laughs> it's like a ray gun to them. <laughs> like, what the shit? hell? <laughs> you know? And so he like offers to let them, let them try it. And of course, you know, this is probably like a, a 80 pound pull, 100 pound pull, something like that. And the guy, this guy was a big guy. He had to bear down to get the drawback. And so he was showing them 
And they all wanted, when they got it pulled back, they all wanted to let it go immediately. That's how they shot their, he's like, no, no, no. He showed them how to use like that trigger release and stuff. Oh, yeah. He wrapped it on there. He's like, just hold it. You, cause I mean, once you get it broke, you're, yeah. you're good. Yeah. And he, he was showing them, you know, and they were shooting it and they were just like, it was like a gun to them. Yeah. These guys never seen gunpowder before. And now they got like a, a bow that shoots as, about as fast as a, gun, a bullet will. And so they, one You're of the guys, definitely going to see the monkey population drop. <laughs> <laughs> and so they handed him one of their arrows, and he shot it. He shot one of their arrows out of out of his compound. But it was a really cool video. You, you look it up online. I'm sure it, it was great. You know, fucking monkeys are like they're squirrels. <laughs> they're going to be like out there in compound bows going. <laughs> <laughs> I bet those guys did trip out though. Well, yeah, I mean, could you imagine? I mean, it's like somebody coming, you know, when we were like in high school. Look at this. What the fuck is that? That is a phone. That's not a phone. Phones, you know, it looks like you're going to call in an airstrike in your car when you had, had one of the phones when I was in high school, right. you know? Yeah. And they're like, no, this is a phone. It all has the internet on it. Where are you plugging the modem at? Yeah. You know, my 16 year old asked me, like, what the fuck? You took a phone? Yeah. Maybe the same thing to them. You know, when imagine going back to George Washington going, check out this. What the, it's an M16. Holy shit. How fast can it reload? As fast as you can pull the trigger. That'd be what it was for those guys. Yeah. Look at this gigantic bow. Holy fuck. It's not made out of sticks and briars, you know. It's crazy. Let's take a break right quick. Oh, what was, I just want to ask. Did you break your mic again? Give me that Did thing. I? I Son of it. a bitch. Son of a bitch. Oh, okay. Is that, did I mess it up again? <laughs> you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> what do I need to do, you're man? Good. I you're good. Am I good? I'm second here. It, it gets drooped sometimes like that. Oh, okay. You have to kind of jank it. As long as, you, as long as I can hear you, you're good. Okay. Just sit comfortably. You're all good. Oh, no, I was going to add, when we were talking about business stuff earlier, um, now, when I worked for Mike and Kev, it was a different different name of the company. Mm-hmm. Were y'all franchising? Was that y'all's thing? Y'all started franchising, or did y'all yeah. buy into that, or what? Yeah, yeah. We we uh, Mike was actually in on the first one. Okay, and um, and then him and Kev started uh, started moving multiple. They that's when they started opening. You know they. Um, Hell, they had you know the one uh, in my town, the one north of us, and then the next. Yeah, they had all three. Okay. So, you know, and then that's, that got me going in South Mississippi. And then as other folks were coming off of that, you know, if I just knew we had had those three, I knew they had, I think somebody else opened one in, in, over in Alabama. Yep. That's only one. And then yours, I didn't know if there's any other ones. It was like 24 at one time. Oh yeah. They they had one here in the town still next to us. Uh Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I just I didn't know how how big that was. Yeah, twenty four was the biggest. That was the that was the top out number. All of Mississippi and Alabama, and and Alabama had two of them. Okay, yeah, they were all in Mississippi. Man, if we had, you know, we were kids. Man, we had no idea what the what we were doing. You know, um, yeah, Kev wouldn't wasn't that old at all. Mike had just turned eighteen. Well, I, I just knew Kev was still young when I started working for yeah, him. Yeah, Kev was 20. Yeah. Hell, he wasn't even 21. Damn. No shit. <laughs> and that, was that Mike's brainchild to, to start that, or was well, it I mean, all y'all, or what? Uh, it, well, <clears throat> at the time, I was uh, um, 
when 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 they were doing that, I was working for Philip Morris. Yeah. So I was I was I had a sales job and stuff like that. So you know I was just supporting them and help you know just yeah it was so it was them Kev and Mike they were like you know not only brothers but best friends they ran together all the time and everything and then they were just like hey I think we can do this they were just talking and then you know as a team that's when they they got it all started okay so um, everything kind of kind of you know moved from there that was kind of the catalyst well see, i didn't know if, even when i worked for them i didn't know if that was their deal or if they had bought into a franchise or how, how it worked so so mike started working for um actually but before i started for philip morris i was i was working for a seafood company mm-hmm. um while i was going to school it was one of my one of my jobs so um i also got mike a job up there to see at, at the seafood company and over time, as I finished school and got out and got a job and stuff like that, um, there was a, a pizza place that had opened right next door. So Mike was working at both spots. Okay. And um, and the guy that he was working for um, told him he was like, "Man, you know, you're very talented. You got a lot of, you know, you got you got a lot going on here, and and I could use you more. So if you'll come in." quit your other job and, and come in over here, you know, then I'll teach you how to run the whole thing, you know? And Mike was like, okay. So he was running pretty much this place over here for him. And, um, and then Mike asked me, he was like, look, man, would you help me to do this? Get out. And I've got a brother. We've talked about it. We feel like we can do it. You know, would you help us get started? And the guy was like, well, yeah, sure. So when he let, when he let them go, right there then from that point forward man everything was mike and kev gotcha it was a branch off of that somewhere um so i mean that's kind of the you know that was the catalyst for you know that that you know string man it just kind of went it just got to a point where um as i was opening them you know i just wanted to do i just there was so much at, at that time um there was so much diversity in the way people were doing that their that business that i wanted to set uh, i wanted to change the name yeah you know so that's the reason why i mean it's, it's the same old school recipes or a lot of the same school old recipes man that that we um worked on early you know so i don't know did you what was you what was the question you're good man Am I? you got <laughs> I need a flashcard or I something. I got you, man. <laughs> you got your right wall sign. We can... <laughs> good job. Spot on. <laughs> you have a good time, Judd? hmm <laughs> So far. <laughs> oh, man. Um, what, about, what about the whole Russia-Ukraine thing, man? Isn't that crazy? That's... You know, I... It is crazy. That's a, it's, it's kind of a... Uh, I don't know a whole lot about it. Um... But uh, what do you think about it? I mean, well, I mean, it's. I don't think we should be involved in it. You know, that that's okay. Let's say the U.S. did get involved in it. Let's for, let's wind back the clock a week, and say, or two weeks, however long it's been, a month. They've been they've been they threatened shit. Just wind it back, and instead of saying, "Hey." We're going to support you from afar, but we're not going to send troops. Because that's what was said. 
But instead, let's say they said the full might of the U.S. military would be involved if, if Russia decides to invade. How many American lives is worth Ukraine st- staying free? 500? 50? One? I, I say none. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, yeah, I'm... There's no reason the U.S. should continually be the, world, the world's police force and go over it wagging fingers and bringing guns and shit. It's none of our business. And look, Ukraine seems to be doing pretty good right now on their own. They seem to have everything under control. Um, the sanctions that are coming down on Russia are fucking hard. Uh, the Ru- today, the Russian ruble fell below one penny. Wow. So their currency is fully devalued. Uh, bank runs have been going on <clears throat> because of economic sh- sanctions, banking sanctions. <clears throat> I saw before we started tonight that... BP has pulled out a $14 billion investment into Russia's biggest oil company. They took that off the table. Um, a couple of the oligarchs in Russia, the, the big rich people who've been there, they've even called Putin out. Because, you know, when you fuck with somebody's money, it gets their attention real quick. You know what I mean? And so all these oligarchs... Don't care so much about the people. <laughs> <laughs> That's what, what really got me, that the people in Russia are protesting. And getting arrested, and they don't give a shit. They keep coming out every night to protest. The people of Russia don't want this war at all. So what's the draw there? I mean, why is it important? What is it? Uh, because mean, Ukraine is, Ukraine was part of the Soviet Union. Right. You know, just like Estonia and Lithuania and Romania and Hungary. So they are right on Russia's, like, southwest border, I think, toward the south, you know, right on the Black Sea. So the, problem, the other problem was that Russia annexed Crimea a few years ago. They did the same shit a few years ago to break, which Crimea is on the Black Sea. So, of course, they want that port for their navy. So they annexed Crimea, invaded them, took them over. Uh, maybe, maybe 10 years ago? It's been that long. And so Russia's got even more coastline in the Black Sea. Or Ukraine's got more coastline in the Black, in the Black Sea. So, of course... Uh, Russia had been flirting with NATO about joining. Well, Russia didn't like that because that's just one more step toward Russia that NATO has got borders with now. And, you know, Russia wants to stay as far away from NATO as possible. So that's what it's all started with, was Ukraine being courted by NATO to join. And Russia didn't like that. So why, just because I'm, but like third grade level on this man okay. why is it important not important why does why does they why does russia not want nato around or whatever because that's that's nato is the north atlantic treaty organization so it's like it's like all the big boys in in europe plus the us uh you know it's us england germany spain all all the big players uh-huh. and so they russia really wants to keep, keep a buffer between them and NATO. So that's why they had countries <clears throat> like Ukraine, who was unaligned, and they started wanting to join NATO. Once they get, once NATO gets Ukraine, they're right on Russia's doorstep. And so all these NATO troops can be parked in okay. Ukraine you know, to keep an eye out what's going on. Got it. I got you now. So that's the whole reason that Russia wanted to take over Ukraine, was to keep them from join, joining NATO. 
um, the president of Ukraine signed today a petition to join the European Union. So that's another step they're taking now because I mean, bullets are already flying. <laughs> What's going to stop them now? You know, um, and they seem to be hanging in there okay. Uh, I wish them the best. I know everybody's like hopping on the Ukraine bandwagon now, but anytime I see a country get invaded for bullshit, I'm, I'm pulling for the ones getting invaded. You know. So what about the um, the financial system of Ukraine? I'm not sure. As far as like their money or whatever, I haven't heard anything negative. That don't mean it's not happening. I'm sure they're having problems. Mm-hmm. You know, I was I, I, I guess sometime maybe last week. I I thought that I heard, like I said, man, I'm I'm just not, you know, I hear bits and pieces. But I thought that I, I heard something to the effect that um, that Russia had had shut down some of their the banking systems or their well, I, didn't, I, didn't, I don't know what you think about that something I don't know maybe maybe I, maybe I misheard it but I was thinking that they were trying to do something with their um, with their money I'm not sure. I haven't heard anything. It don't mean it didn't happen. I wouldn't be surprised. So what about all the Russia people now that have all the rubles that can't swap them out for euros or they're, whatever? They're fucked. <laughs> they don't. They're, they're, I mean, their money is worthless anyway. So I mean, how are they? What are they going to do now? I guess what's the next step? Bitcoin. Bitcoin. I think Bitcoin's illegal in Russia. I could be wrong. I know. It's, it's illegal in China. I know that for sure. But I mean, what's their? I mean, what are they going to do? I mean, are they going to go back onto the gold standard, or are they going to do? I mean, you, so as long as Putin's in there, nothing's going to change. I don't know what their people are going to do for their money. I have no clue. But I mean, they got like real businesses and shit like that. Yeah. I mean, they got. I mean, that's. I mean, there's got to. You think about it, just just the oil exports alone out of Russia, big oil country, and that's just being decimated right now. I mean, no European country, the U.S. A lot of countries are not taking any more Russian oil. They've been sanctioned off. That's what. what the U.S. passed sanctions back when I worked in firearms against Russia. And with, instead of hitting them with the oil that would really hurt them, the U.S. government said the sanctions are you can't import any more Russian firearms. So Kalishnikov makes a damn good rifle. <laughs> Say what you will, but AKs are damn good rifles. I used to sell them like crazy for like two grand a pop. And the sanctions came down. People called, you got, you got any Kalishnikov? And you're about six months behind. People are ju- people were just finding out about the sanctions, and they call me wanting one. I'm like, man, that was six months ago. Wow. I had a Kalashnikov in here in two months. Uh, yeah, if you really want to hurt a country, and it's kind of shitty too, because it, hurt, it hurts. It all trickles down to the populace. That's the reason sanctions are used a lot more now, dealing between countries rather than bullets, because. It, yeah, it's, it's going to cripple the country, but it also cripples everybody in that country. You know, of no fault of their own, just they happened to pull the black ball on the on the cosmic lottery and got born under a, an asshole running the country. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, I don't know. I, I hope hope it ends sooner than it escalates. Um, you know, I I I feel for, for the Ukrainian people. They were just living their lives and then Russia come knocking. Um, so yeah, that's all I really know about it. <clears throat> I, I was reading this thing, um, the other day and it was talking about the change, everything going digital. 
everything tied into the metaverse and whatnot. And what was, it was a uh, statement. I think it was from the IMF international monetary fund. And they said a goal of something was, uh, that people would, would own nothing and they'll like it. And they were comparing how everything now is a digital purchase NFTs, like the biggest scam going on right now. Everything, anything you buy, whether it be an in-game item on a video game or anything for your an online avatar, you don't own that. You're merely leasing it from the company that's doing it because the company can pull it at any time. The company can go under at any time. They're under no legal right to let you have that digital item. Hmm. It's there for as long as they want it to be. And they can take it away. And we've seen a bigger and bigger progression of this as we go along in our lives. You're seeing less physical items and a lot more digital items that are left on the net. If you're going to have digital items like crypto, I would suggest doing like cold storage, having it on a hard drive that you have where it's not floating around out there for people to to snip off of. Um, I think that's the whole whole point of this is the idea of not owning anything ever. Um, I don't you think it's a good thing or a bad. You should have some assets, right? Shouldn't you have some physical assets that you can get rid of if you needed to? Or just, you know, I mean, what the hell? They all just it's like, hell, you really don't own that blender, you know, but you use it at your house. They're going to just repo that or well, car companies are doing it now yeah but i mean you know there's got to be there's got to be some limits i don't i, I mean you can't live online you got to live your life yeah you know you got to eat and sleep and you got to do all this stuff i mean you got you know i mean yeah, I, well, I, I get it man these kids are that was the point was that the metaverse is trying to create this idea of you live in this this world that's not really a world and in doing that, you're losing everything but the bare necessities. Instead of buying stuff in real real life to have, you're buying shit to decorate your online apartment in the metaverse. Yeah. You know, where you're living in a four-wall cube and you come home from your job. If you're not working a job in the metaverse itself, you come home from your job, put on your eye goggles, and then you're actually in your house. Right. Um, I could see, man, how some, like... Some of the younger generation that are that are in, you know, that world anyway. I mean, they're buying their guns or buying their whatever they're doing, you know, for all that stuff. You know, wanting to have like a a pimp apartment in there where all their buddies that are online anyway. That hell, y'all come on over and check my shit, you know. But they're all sitting in, like you said, their basement, or one whatever. bedroom house, one bedroom apartment. I could see how they, you know, that would be an appeal to, to somebody like that. But people that have lived life like us, it's going to, we're going to be the ones that, that fade out. They're going to try to fade us out, man, to get those guys in, you know, so early. Yeah. That's what's been the coveted market, like for shows and stuff or products, like 18, 18 to 35 year old male, right? That's like the, the demographic for everybody has always been, 18 to 35 year old male is easily influenced to try to peacock mm-hmm. and, and, and pick up somebody. Um, he's typically got a pretty good job starting out. You know, he's either in college living, 
you know, off somebody else or working while he's in college, or you're hitting him right when he's getting that first really good paying job. And, and if you can hook somebody at 21, 22 on something, and you can carry them all the way to 35 on that same product. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Damn. So yeah, we're out of that market now. <laughs> all three of us are not in the 18 to 35 range anymore. So we're seeing less and less stuff marketed toward us. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, you're not seeing and a lot of different shit has been marketed to us. <laughs> <laughs> you see a lot more of those knee brace ads. Yeah. And <laughs> been gay ointments and shit, you know. Uh, divorce lawyers. You're seen right. a lot of those. <laughs> uh, no, but yeah, they're pitching this stuff, and I'm like, you're not. They're not getting anything for their investment. Nothing. Uh, uh, most video games now have have some kind of virtual currency. We have to pay in to get that currency to use it only in that game. And weren't they talking about some sort of universal income for that lifestyle as well? Yeah, universal basic income. Yeah, that's kind of the just just baby feed them and mm-hmm. y'all stay plugged in. And yeah, don't don't have to work if you don't want to. Just stay at home and you know be satiated. Have no have no you know ha- have no desire or want to to do anything. You know, you say that. And I see these ads for video games that pay you to play them. Now, I, you know, man, the only video game experience I've ever had was at your house one time. Oh, yeah. You know, with, when GTA 5 first came out, and you were sitting there with your mind blown. <laughs> and all I could do is run that little car in circles, man. And just, <laughs> I ran over this one guy like eight times. And I wouldn't even try. I was trying to actually go down the street. But anyway, I was like, finally, I was like, here, man, take this image back. And, you do that than, shit now, you'll end up in meta jail. Yeah, right. Uh, but but I do see, um, you know, some things on social media saying, hey, you know, come over. I'm sure it's just a mass ad. Yeah. You know, this video game, you know, will pay you. So, I mean, there you go. I mean, just go sit at home and stay on the computer and, and play this. And well, you know, I got uh, taking got me the Oculus, like, for my birthday. It's ton. It's full of apps. Um for like workflow people are, are using this because they're working from home now. And so they're working eight, eight hours with a dang headset on doing their job. Instead of looking at zoom on them. Yeah. Well, Zoom, Zoom's on there. I, um, I think Firefox has got some kind of workflow app now that is integrated with their browser. Um, you do your email on there. You do people can come home, put the people can get up in the morning, wash your face, put the headset on and sit there from eight to five working with with a, with a dang virtual reality headset on now. Does it put you in a VR cubicle? Yeah, it doesn't. Nice. <laughs> no, actually, it's like you're at a desk with like an ocean view. Oh, okay. You know, wow. Again, just just yeah, I'm I'm making it. I'm I'm sitting here at my desk with with an ocean view, working away. No, you're, you're sitting at home on your couch in an apartment you pay thirty five hundred dollars a month for. That's what you're doing, oh, man. You know, uh, and we're seeing more and more instant gratification. I went uh, by McDonald's the other night, and it's you know, paid every day. They, they, they've got that salary. They've sucked them into working at Walmart, at Walmart, at McDonald's now, is that at the end of their shift, they get a check for that day. Deposited right to their account. No overtime. No. <laughs> Just clean slate every day. <laughs> you own taxes. Yeah. Yeah, well, I worked at a big box store. Right before uh, I left there, the company had rolled out an app they were working in conjunction with some bank. They had rolled out an app. They could get payday advances through the company. 
And I saw they put the posters up for it. And I was like, oh, there must be some folks who are going to be in mad debt to this company. And I walked into uh, like our uh, HR lady. I was like, hey, Miss Nance, did you? She's like, I saw that. These folks keep managing money, so they're going to let Walmart do it. <laughs> She's going be the last person on that. But then my checking account's Walmart. Uh, but yeah, she, I, I was like their way because they could be like, well, my check wasn't that big this this month. I'll just borrow 50. And the next week they'll take 55. I, once you get on that hamster wheel, you ain't never getting off of it. No. It's, a, it's the same as the damn, you know, credit cards. <laughs> you know, as kids, when we, were, when we were on the college campus, the big thing was, hey, man, c- come sign up for a free Visa card and get a T-shirt. Get a T-shirt or a Frisbee or, or, yeah, or whatever, whatever it was. It's like, damn, I'll sign half of whatever, man. Just give me the free T-shirt. You know, you're thinking, yeah. yeah well, that's well, I saw it at college. These banks are going to come up with a huge tent and have kids lined up signing up for credit cards. You know, and they don't know that you know it's twenty four point nine percent interest per month. You know, <laughs> it's just free money it's right just, now. It's free money for that first month. Do you max that sucker out with that eight hundred dollar limit they put on there? You know, one of my good buddies first got his credit card. We're at USM. He gets his credit. We had signed up actually the same day just to get t shirts that day, uh, right after dinner. And uh, he got his in the in the mail. It was on a Friday. And uh, hit the bar, man. Oh, Rounds like, all around. He was like going, Hey man, y'all wanna go to New Orleans tonight? <laughs> <laughs> like, yes. He goes, Great. So How far will this about, card take us? That's about six of us that went <laughs> jammed into this one car, you know. I mean, hell, we drove an hour and a half to get over there, went to uh one of the swankiest places, man, that I at that point in time had ever been to. Was it an Applebee's? No, man, this was like a nice, this is. You said swanky, man. So. Yeah, well, maybe, you know, I mean, New Orleans uh, decor, you know, I mean, I, it was, yeah. you know, it was, it was very, uh, but it was a really fine nice place. place. Very, very nice place. Yeah, it was a, it, well, it wasn't necessarily fine dining, but anyway, it, whatever, man, it was a nice place. <laughs> and I'm, it was nice, damn it, to go along with it. I was in college, man, so it could have been an Applebee's, man, just the upstairs. Popeye's. Uh, I'm from Mississippi. It had walls and lights, <laughs> a bathroom. They had flooring <laughs> laid down. It was, it nice. was absolutely like, hell yeah, let's all get shots and drinks. He was buying for six people, dude. And we were we were semi-pro drinkers back then, man, you know. So we were getting with it. Then had to drive, of course, the hour and a half back, you know, and everybody's trying to take turns on telling them to, you know, keep it between the ditches, man. Wake up, you know, whatever. But uh, his dad wound up coming to get him out of school you know, before the end of the semester, he was just like, I just got your visa bill and, and your ass is fixing to go to work. Oh, <laughs> Tell everybody, man. bye, let's pack a bag, man. It's not like I'm coming back next week to get you. I'm here to get you today, that's man. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, that's a, that's a motherfucker. Oh, car update. Got one coming. Hopefully I'll have it in possession by the end of the week. What was it a picture of the one that you sent? The black one. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it, it, I was bummed that I lost the first one I wanted. They sold that thing really quick. Um, but this one is actually a, a Jeep Wrangler Sierra, which is a, the trim model below the Rubicon, which is the top. So it's got a, like a, a few extras in it um, for about, about the same price. So I, I came out okay. It's going to be all right. I bet. Yeah, I'm okay with it. But yeah, so, um, you know, right there on 
when I I got the car sent down, I reserved to have it sent down here. Um, I think it's up in like Franklin, Tennessee, right there around Nashville. Um, and uh, they off, they gave me a, a trade-in offer right there on the app and did financing on the app. So when it comes in, you just go in there and sign papers and walk out. Wow. So, well, that's the, the picture of the one you sent, man, was badass. Yeah. I, now, I sent you the other one that I told Tink I wanted. It was the the Jeep Rubicon 392. It's got the Hellcat <laughs> engine in it. The, the black one? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The, so that's not that, the one you get. No. Oh, okay. It's like, damn, that's a nice ride. So I, 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 I was just looking around, and this year Jeep started making a uh, a Jeep Rubicon with a 392, which is like, like a V10 engine. It's a gigantic engine. And it, the one I saw that was beautiful, it was black with gold lettering on the side, uh, a cool $93,000. And I said, oh, babe, wow! I found the truck I want. And she said, which one? I held it up there. She goes, no, no. And I was like, come on, baby. <laughs> You 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 the money bags. You can you can get it for me if you love you if you love me you get it for me. Right. That's what I dropped on her. It's only She's three grand a month. Yeah, <laughs> I think it was actually around fourteen hundred a month. Dang. Yeah, for 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 what seventy two months or whatever it yeah. was. Yeah, dude, yeah. kids graduate. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, I refuse for you to have a car that costs twice as much as our house. And I was like, oh baby. Oh baby, oh baby, got y'all that D eight. <laughs> Come on, I buy you some M Ms. It's got a big back seat. <laughs> it does. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm hoping. Hope, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. We got the got the title in and everything the other day. So for my for my car, and so it's all taken care of. It's a matter of getting over there and picking it up. That's going to be the thing, and I'm I hope they have it done. Hope it comes in like Thursday, so I can get up that afternoon and go instead of having to get up while I'm trying to sleep during the day and get over there and get it before they close. Did you get a pretty decent trade? Fifteen thousand. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. On a on a seven year old car. Yeah. It'll. I've had that car. It'll be seven years in in March. I've had that car. I picked it up on uh, March eighteenth. They have St. Patrick's Day. Wow. So easy to remember. That's nice, man. That's a nice. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited for you. Yeah, I'm, top down riding weather during the summer coming up. You need to get a wrap the Hango show. I told Tink the other day. I won't. write it off. Go ahead and count that as a loss for sure. <laughs> no, I told her the other day. So I'm thinking about getting it wrapped when I get it, and she's like, "In what?" I'm like, well, "Whatever color I want." I said, "You know, it's." It's fun, whatever, uh, even if it's the same color, just the, for the added protection to to it, you know. I don't know. I was just talking out of my ass when I said that. But yeah, I could <laughs> wrap it in the Hango show. Yeah, I'm that asshole right here. Yeah, <laughs> tune in. Hell the yeah. most key Jeep in Mississippi. <laughs> 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 oh man, anything else tonight, y'all? Pull a card, man. You ain't pulled a card. You ain't pull a card. I thought just, you were kind of just over it. I didn't just, know. Just a random. Just just throw a throw a random one out there, or maybe two or three. I don't know. Let's see. Mm. 
stay over at someone's house. And when you wake up, you realize that you pissed in their bed. Do you sneak out or do you fess up? I got to fess up, man. I can't, I can't be leaving a big old pissy bed, man. I got to help them. I'm like, hey, man, look, let me, let me fix it. <laughs> Buy your new mattress. Hell, damn right. Yep. I'd be like, hey, man, if I piss in your bed, dude, I'm just going to. Unless it's it. like Jig's bed. He's got like the $20,000 bed. I'll, be like, <laughs> <laughs> I'll pay that for so much steam cleaned. How about that? You fessing up, Jig? Yeah, I'm fessing. I, 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 do they have a pet? <laughs> Not one big enough to do that. I mean, I mean, <laughs> that great Dane, you got pissed all in your bed. <laughs> Criminal mindset, I'm telling you. <laughs> Would you give up an inch of penis length for an inch of height? No. Jim? Of course I would. And have two belly buttons? I'm thinking the same thing, man. (laughs) Now, inverse, would you lose an inch of height for every inch you gain on your dick? No. No. (laughs) Make me five foot five. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Damn. Give me the elephant trunk. <laughs> no, man. Imagine going like from 6'3 to 5'5 five five and just adding it on down below. Can your girl imagine? Welcome to the freak show. <laughs> <laughs> she'd be the one, man. She'd be at the, the Ringling Brothers over there. <laughs> <laughs> it's a song I lost my virginity to. Them <laughs> clowns, man. They've. Good sports. Good ball jugglers. That was a rip-off of a David Tell joke, by the way. He thought about people losing their virginity. He's like, I still remember this song playing when I lost my virginity. Dun, 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 dun. Love David Tell. Um, would you rather have 50 grand straight to your bank account or half a million in pennies and you can't convert it? Well, half so, a million. So you'll take half a million in pennies, mm-hmm. and you, you get to pay for everything in pennies with it. Fuck it, man. That's on them, not me. <laughs> <laughs> Here's your bag. <laughs> now that you put it that way, yeah. We'll go buy this Bugatti and get a dump truck. <laughs> I bet you go rolling up in there, man, with 300K of it, man, and pennies. And somebody should be thinking, shit, I'm fixing to hire me some somebody to start rolling some pennies, man. Roll this shit. If you could have the perfect body. As long as you never drank or did drugs again, but you could eat whatever you want, would you do it? No. <laughs> Jello shots, though, right? <laughs> hey, you got your girl on the floor already. I mean, I mean, oh, get me or her? No, I mean, I can't. <laughs> no. About you, Jig? Giving up every, you make I don't it so- care anything about a perfect body. I, I don't know if that exists. Well, when you've already got one like myself. Right. You do all the drugs and drinking you want, see? Like a fucking Apollo sitting over here. My body is exactly how Coors Light wanted it to be. Well, you know, <laughs> it, it told me I should base my body on a god, so I, poked, I picked, uh, picked Buddha. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. What's your, is that what we need? <laughs> That's the song I lost my virginity. <laughs> Jets being extra stoic tonight. He's just, it's oneness with the world. Mm. 
We don't care about college basketball. True. Would you rather every time you meet someone, you have to tell them, you have to tell them you got your degree online from the University of Phoenix and then say, I'm a Phoenix or change your name to Oliver and not be able to use a nickname. That's the dumbest shit I've ever read in my life. See, see, some of these are just, are just total misses and some of them are really good. That's the most dated question I've ever heard in my life. Would you be better at being the Pope or the President? The President. President. I ain't got nothing nothing yeah. nothing, nothing on my plate with little boys. Yeah, I ain't, ain't diddling no kids. I'm out. Would you rather magazines be the only porn you could use or have to sit on the toilet when you have to pee? Shit, I grew up with magazines. <laughs> <laughs> That was pre-internet. Whack it. <laughs> Mike, bring me the Sears catalog. Would you rather every porn you watch for the rest of your life have music or be in a foreign language? This assumes that porn is a big part of my... <laughs> what's yeah, what's apparently, what's I'm like, man, these guys are watching a lot of porn. Um... Guess what? We found the porn vein, I guess. That's what every question is about. Every just shuffle them in, man. Like I, stick a, every stick one of them's a damn porn question. Sponsored by. Really? Would you rather have your porn search history shared with your Twitter followers or your parents? See, everything. Okay, this is a decent one. No porn involved. If you were a professional athlete about to hit about to hit the peak of your career and you won the Powerball, would you keep playing or take the winnings and retire? I'd go into porn. <laughs> <laughs> what if that was the peak of <laughs> your industry? <laughs> You're gonna keep playing the play. So, the I mean, sport. so you get the money either way, right? Well, you, no, I mean, if you win the, if you take the Powerball, uh-huh. <clears throat> you're retiring sports. But if you continue to keep playing, you can't claim the Powerball. Oh, Powerball! Yeah, I'm out. Especially if you're about to hit your peak and your big earning years were were behind you. Like, yeah. Would you rather be able to have sex with any five people for a year, or get to you get to choke slam whoever you want whenever you want for a year. <laughs> you're, asking, slam, you're, you're asking people to deal with the public. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, I get a lot of people man, that answer that phone, man, that have no phone manners. People, please, if you talk to somebody, have some damn phone manners. Golly. What kind of meeps you got? 
there's times, man, where I would take that phone and just smash it. <laughs> I think you did to me the other night when I called. You're like, hang on a second. Bang, 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 bang. <laughs> I can hear you better now. Go ahead. <laughs> so so which which one is it? Oh, I forget what was the question. Uh, Powerball. <laughs> you, no. <laughs> Choke slam. Choke slam. <laughs> would you really be able to choke slam whoever you want for a year or have sex with, with five any five people you want for a year? Well, well, I'm just going to say this up front that I would, uh, if all five of those people were Miss Alabama. Oh, shit. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Get the fuck out. Powerball. <laughs> Choke slam for sure. Just walk through the through Walmart, just <laughs> dropping folks. Yeah. Would you rather get your girlfriend pregnant when you're 16? No. Or get your wife pregnant when you're 60? No. <laughs> it's one or the other, man. Powerball. <laughs> I think some, uh, Justin go enlist in the Ukrainian army over that shit. It's <laughs> like, I'm out. <laughs> At 16 or 60. Yep. The French Foreign Legion's calling your name, my friend. But for real 60, because I would be that much closer to death. <laughs> but you? Oh, man. That's it's a lose-lose. I mean, you're yeah. either handicapping yourself right out, the, right out of the gate for your life. Yeah. Or, you, I mean, you're not going to see your kid graduate high school. And, and, and honestly, man, I mean, it's a bad, it'd be a bad situation for the kid either way. Yep. You know, it. I don't really know. And I'm sure there's plenty of young, young young parents that turned out to be good parents. I'm mm-hmm. sure there's plenty of them. It's just most of the time the, of the, of my experience with younger parented people, it, it's, it's more their parents wind up raising the kid too. Yeah. Grand, grandparents are raising the kid. Yeah. And it's more like they're, they grew up with their biological parents, more like their older sister or older brother or somebody that, and not really have like a, a true parent. You know, um, so I don't know, man, I, I, I would, I just, I would think it'd be a bad situation either way. And that's not always the case, but the majority of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah that's yeah. that's what's happening. Yeah. I'm sure, man, there's plenty of, plenty of cases out there where, you know, young people have been turned out to be great parents. Well, a girl in our class got pregnant when she we were sophomores. So 16, mm-hmm. 15, 16 and stayed in school, had the kid. Um, she's been an RN for years over here at big hospital next to us. Um, you know, her daughter's grown, it's about grown now. You know, we graduated from high school what, over, over 20 years ago. So I mean, they're crazy, man. To think back, you know, on how long it's been since I graduated in 99, you know, you know, and you were before class, me class reunions and things like that. that never been know. to one. I never, they they call every time, and I'm like, I didn't like y'all then. I don't like you now. You know. You know. Uh, would you rather be in a modern world with only pregnant chicks and cats, and you can't watch porn, or live in a world where everyone is your mother and father, and you can watch porn? That question made no sense to me. Did y'all follow that? Powerball. That's the, <laughs> that's the beauty of editing, but you just stepped right over that. Like, I got to put that in there now. Um, this is another porn question for you. 
would you have sex with a porn star if afterwards she had to hold a press conference on your performance? Sure. The press conference would be short and to the point, much like just my, much like having sex with me. Definitely be short. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but you hard opinion. You going to take questions? Ah uh, man, I'm probably gonna skip the porn people. Probably gonna skip them. Yeah, I'll just watch them. Oh, that would suck. You got to pick one. Would you rather wake up every morning with your TV channel numbers randomized and no guide to know which ones were which, or have your keyboard layout switched every morning? TV channel. TV channels. Yeah. Keyboard. I don't have TV channels anyway. <laughs> I'm not on the computer very much, so I'm always hunting and pecking anyway. <laughs> Thank all y'all for listening to the Hango Show this week. Be sure to go by tripodbroadcasting.com to check out all the shows on the network. Also, be sure to check out our sponsors. Links down in the show notes to evils.com, E-A-B-L-E-S, where you can save 15% on your next order of premium CBD with the promo code Hango. Also, go by mydelta8.com. Harpoon, Jut, love you guys. And I love all y'all out there listening, and we'll talk to you next week.